What's up, everybody? Alex Giorfanos, your science communicator for Today in Space. Our theme song, remixed by the great Nicole. And we're here for some thoughts. Some thoughts from an engineer, your engineer, myself. And really where my head's at right now is is kind of strange. I think our our theme for today is obviously going to be the scientific mindset. It's going to be some way that I can relate, that I actually know what I'm talking about. And before we get into that, I'm going to talk about what makes this podcast possible. That's AG 3D Printing. That is our 3D printing service. It's our lab. Today in Space is Lab, where we use 3D printing to bring things into reality. I think the thing we've talked about the most on the podcast is obviously face masks. You know, we started off testing out different designs. This was one of the designs. Uh, if you're not watching on YouTube, go check out the YouTube channel, Today in Space. Uh, but we've got, we've got these here, the first one, and I'll explain to you guys just listening. Hard plastic. If you can hear that. And basically, you know, pretty decent fit. You know, you could put it over your mouth. You could put a filter inside. Pretty easy. But as we as we were trying to donate these to the community, we found out that it was a lot harder to do than we originally expected. And really what people were looking for around here, the people that we were reaching, uh, was something that could be worn for a long time and could be reusable. Um, kind of like those masks that you see you know, people wearing whenever they're doing like woodwork or working with paint, stuff like that. Something with a, uh, in, in our case, a flexible shape. So what we tr- what we started to do was test if we could make some kind of flexible material work with a hard material. This is our first try. We this blue material on the top. This is a flexible material called TPU. We combine it with the hard plastic, but we needed more flexibility. So we went to this version of the mask. Basically, two thirds of the mask is flexible. The part with a filter goes into is hard plastic and we're able to put whatever filter material you want so if you do have n95 masks you can make those last longer by cutting them up into this two and a half inch square and pressing them into the mask you can take that out clean the mask and then go uh basically go back to your life <laughs> it took us a while you know uh, resourcing stuff has obviously been an issue that's been everyone's problem getting the right materials we finally got the right bands so we're back in action with that we're also tweaking the settings because for those that are on YouTube, if you can see, the flexible stuff is pretty stringy stuff. Uh, and it has to be that way to start, and we'll, we'll, we'll get better at it. But, you know, a little, a little work with a sharp uh, tool, sharp uh, blade, you can cut that stuff right off. AG3D is not just about that stuff. It, you know, we, we can be your manufacturing partner. You know, a lot of people are dealing with the stuff that's going on around the world today. Uh, a lot of their stuff was overseas or they're not even open. If, you're, if you want the ability to manufacture fast and get something out there, that's, that's where 3D printing comes in. And, and we're, we're an expert at that with our lab and bringing people's ideas into reality. That's what we do with AG3D. So if you want to learn more about that, ag3d-printing.com. At AG3D Printing on Instagram, we I show you all the stuff that we're working on. Uh, we had some people who were looking for PS4 stands, uh, their PlayStation 4. It's getting hot. It's becoming the summer, and you need a little bit more airflow. We made clips so that you could clip onto your PS4 to ri- raise it a little bit more so that you can then 
have a cooler system, just a cooler setup altogether. We've had a few people buy those. Very appreciative of everyone who's supporting us doing that. Uh, that those are all, all those products that we make are available at ag3dprinting.etsy.com. It's our Etsy shop. That is what brings this podcast to you every single week. Keeps us running, pays the bills, keeps the lights on, keeps the microphone working, working, and, and letting us talk about space and science. So uh, there's a lot of cool stuff there that we do. That's what brings us here today. Obviously, we have our Spotify playlist, The Space Mix, which has uh, space songs from all over the place. Uh, You're going to get a little bit of Elton John. You're going to get a little bit of John Mayer. You're going to get some funk. You're going to get some weird techno. It's a whole mix, even stuff from movies like The Avengers and even the songs that the astronauts, Bob Bank and Doug Hurley, listen to on their ride uh, from crew quarters to the pad to launch aboard the Dragon spacecraft. We have those songs on there, too. And we'll keep adding songs that are relevant to space and science, uh, and even some fun ones. Would you have to wonder why is it on there? But that's the Space Mix Spotify. Go check that out. Obviously, if you're listening to the podcast, thank you for listening. Uh, If you have any friends who are space people, science people, send them our way. We'd love to have them here. And obviously, uh, subscribe and Give us a review if you haven't already. We appreciate everyone who already has. Now, there is a lot going on in the world. (laughs) There's no doubt about that. And one of the things that's really taken me over lately is I, you know, a lot of people who are are very scientifically minded don't speak their mind uh, because on, on things that they don't really know especially publicly, because we're brutally aware, excruciatingly aware of the fact that we don't, even the things we know, we know we don't know a lot of that stuff. So it's really scientific to say that you don't know. And with a lot of what's going on today, I don't know, from coronavirus to what's going on with the the way that we're treating people, especially black people in this, in, in this country, it is, I don't know. It's a big I don't know. I had my friend Josh on last week, uh, who's a young black man. He's a gamer. He's a streamer. He's a computer science engineer. And he gave us some, some great words. And that was, that was an emotional podcast for me because I'm, I'm friends with this guy. And he's obviously going through stuff. But I am not going to sit here and tell you that I know there's a lot of people who have become experts in coronavirus or experts in civil rights or experts in... Um, how people just just how the world works and we're all in this very strange place and what i'm definitely not going to do is come on here and try and tell you what i what i know about those things um i look at the latest research obviously we're trying to make devices that help people especially people on the front lines donate that stuff to them but we're not going to sit here and pretend like we know everything we are just doing what we can we're learning Picking up Chasing the Moon, that's a great book and documentary that you can find. Uh, it's from PBS. It's on Amazon. It's by Robert Stone and Alan Andres. And the book is great. They're both they, they're supplementary. You can, you can look, you can read and watch and get so much out of it. I'm going back into history. I'm learning about the different things that has happened in NASA's past, in this country's past. So that I can use it as a tool for myself in the future. Maybe we won't repeat the same things. Maybe uh, we'll be able to do things differently this time around. But really the only thing that I can talk about and sit on this podcast and, and 
and know that I, I know enough to talk about is obviously space, but addiction. That addiction is what brought me to doing this podcast in the first place. Now, maybe in, a, in an alternate universe, I, I would have started podcasting or uh, something another way because, you know, I started off before I was an aerospace engineer. I was a jazz musician. I was a, I was a trumpet player. Um, and going to school for that and becoming a, a performer was definitely uh, possible. But I ended up going the science route. I made that decision at 16, 17, 17. Um, and I started taking classes basically to catch up because I was, I was behind. I, uh, was not in the highest classes. I worked my butt off in high school to, to take two math classes when everyone was taking one. And then I took another two science classes so that by the time I was a senior year, I was in all the classes with all the, the smartest people who were going to college to do great things. I worked my butt off to get there. And then I went to school and it was, a, and I went to college and it was a lot harder than I expected. And and I, I just didn't have the skills that I needed. So I, I was, it was a lot of stress, a lot of angst. Anyone that's that age, 18 to 25, is going to have a lot of angst. I think that's just the age. But one of the things that happened to me is I started smoking cigarettes. And that addiction did something to my mind that has brought me to this point. I mean, the reason I have this podcast and I'm able to talk to you guys, a lot of that is because you've hung on, hung in there with me, you told your friends about us. I mean, that's a huge portion and I can't be grateful enough for all the people that that download this and listen to this. I mean, it blows my mind, but I would not be here if I didn't take care of of the addiction that was affecting my mind. And that took tons of discipline to get to this point. And one of the things that Josh said um you know, Josh Lynch, last episode of People of Science, please go check that episode out. It's a really good episode. And one of the things that he mentioned was that this is, a, 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 especially people our age and younger, it's the microwave generation. You know, we, we spark up real quick with, you know, we get, we, we, we get really passionate about something and into something very, very quickly. And then we just... It fizzles out. It doesn't actually stay. And I mean, you see that in society, especially stuff online, where you'll see people just go from trend to trend to trend to trend to trend. And it really made me think the the only way that I can, the way that I connect with that, I should say, is I think of my addiction to cigarettes. I think about how my mind worked. I would, I could feel that smoking cigarettes, I was smoking a pack a day. That's 20-something cigarettes every single day. Think about how much went into my day that I, I had, you know, smoke breaks during the day at work. When I got home at my apartment, I would be smoking. On my three-hour drives to work, I was smoking, you know, a few. That's a lot. And, and worse, I was doing something that was literally reshaping, rewiring my brain to get more of it. And I was totally approaching it like a microwave generational where I would say, I'm, I'm quitting. This sucks. I feel terrible. It's expensive. Yeah, more than 10 bucks a pack. I think they're up to like 15 bucks a pack now. I can't even imagine what, how, how expensive they are. And it's crazy how much money I've saved. But yeah, ten bucks a ten bucks a day, 70, 70 bucks a week. 
Believe me, that's it's crazy. And I would get really excited, really pumped up. I would I would see something where I would get so low. I would be writing in a journal and telling, trying to tell myself basically, <laughs> you need to change something. And I think I quit like seven times. I think it took me so long. And it took discipline. I mean, really, I, I talk about discipline so much. I mean, we've talked about Jocko Willing's book um, that 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 goes over all this stuff. Um, I'm going to pull up the name here just because for some reason I'm forgetting his book. I mean, that book really changed my life. Extreme Ownership. You know, he's a, he's a ex-Navy SEAL. He's got his podcast, Jocko Podcast. He talks about this all the time. And even even Gary Vee, who started following recently, talks about this all the time. And it, getting your mind right is such a huge thing. And there's so many people who want to do, who want to make a change in the world. And even before everything that's happened with coronavirus and George Floyd and Breonna Taylor and all these different things that have just culminated into this insanity that is 2020, there is something to be related to with addiction. And one of the things, and we talked about it in the last episode, Josh was talking about his community and how a lot of people are stuck in this, I got to have the best stuff, I got to put my money into a car, I got to, you know, and not focusing on the things that will bring long-term wealth and and you to have something to, to back on and build on. And teaching people to lift everybody up to show them that. And I mean, it was a powerful message. And, and for me, what I'm taking away from that is, I, you know, I would not be here if I hadn't taken that step to, to think about and focus on the things that I was doing that was making me not able to quit cigarettes and was making me make a decision like I'm going to spend 10 bucks a day on something that's going to kill me eventually. Now, granted, I had a potent, potent addictive ingredient put in there and never mind the the physical hands-on aspect i'm a kinesthetic learner and you have something like a cigarette that's in your hands and you're smoking it and you actually just get addicted to the motion of holding the cigarette with two fingers breathing in you know just my my body like almost knew and i was getting a drug every time i breathed in that certain way that you would breathe in like a cigarette and I think we're doing that with so much of our life. I mean, this past week, if you're following us on Today in Space Pod on Instagram, one of our Space in a Minutes, which is a segment where we just talk for a minute about space and, and something space-related, the thing we were talking about that week was an article that was written about this basically new idea that people, uh, scientists, are are proposing this hypothesis that instead of the the... The paradox that, oh, we might actually be the only people in the universe. Like, there might not actually be any intelligent life out there. It may just be us. We may be the the lucky one that's alive today. And I've even said on this podcast, I've taken it a step further and, and said that it's even possible that there were other people alive at different times, or they may, other civilizations may be alive in different times in the future, but maybe not now. Maybe the solar system that would house those people hasn't developed enough for life to generate. And maybe by the time they become a civilization, we're gone. But this article was presenting an idea that these scientists were saying that it's possible that there are up to 36 intelligent alien civilizations in our Milky Way galaxy. Now, that would be amazing 
And I think that's what those scientists were trying to say. And I think it's a powerful message. And I'm sorry for everyone who, who is now hearing me say this for the third time. But it's, a, it's powerful. It's a powerful point that it, it shows what's going on in this world right now. And it's been going on for so long. And we've reached a fever pitch. As Josh was talking about last episode, like it's a soda bottle that you're shaking up and it's ready to explode. This popped the cap off. And the way that article was written was not the way that those scientists were putting forward that idea. And I'll, I'll pull up that article right now just so I can read it directly. And thank you, Jen, for sharing this <laughs> as I talk about it on the podcast uh, yet another time. But right here, the Forbes article says, is titled... There are at least 36 intelligent alien civilizations in our galaxy, say scientists. Now, obviously, we have a whole segment where we interview people who are super passionate about space or science in some way. And so having a general term like, say scientists, the implication here is that they found 30, at least 36 alien civilizations. This is the problem with everything that's going on, and we are all addicted to this. We are all addicted to the way that we're getting this information. We're all addicted to the fact that we don't have time to process the insane amounts of information that comes into us every single day. And we're addicted to being emotionally charged by a headline. And so the way that headline is portrayed is, is given is so important. I'm looking at all the stuff that we need to change. And I mean, you know, part of the reason we did the podcast is because I, I wasn't happy with the information, the aerospace information that was out there. Went to, went to college in 2008, my freshman year, and there really wasn't much online that, that, you know, especially, you know, scientific information, never mind something like this, like a podcast. Now it's crazy. Space has gotten so popular and, and things have changed, but there's still there's still so many things that can be worked on. And of course, with the way that people have just decided to pick sides, whatever side that you're on, it just it just goes to show that this work is going to be never ending. Which for someone like me that that you know thinks about space, the infinite frontier of the universe, I mean that excites me. The fact that I'll never go through life and be able to fully understand it completely, that excites me. But I think for so many people, our natural reaction is to just want a simple answer to something that's very complicated. Um, and we get addicted to that. Now, going back to my original point, this is all about change, right? If we're trying to change the world for the better. When I first quit cigarettes... It was a very, very difficult change. It took, I mean, I had, when I talk about mood swings, I mean, it was wild. Luckily, I had gotten to a place and it had enough people around me to support myself as I changed my, basically the wiring of my brain. I had to set up new things to get addicted to. You know, it's... It's something, you know, I remember when I was driving, uh, in the early days of this podcast, I was driving Uber and Lyft, and one of, the, one of the people I picked up was a doctor going to a conference, and I mentioned to him that I replaced my addiction with this podcast, 
And he, he said to me that that was a really powerful thing that I did, which was cool to hear because of how strong the wiring of the brain is. And instead of trying to just get that flow of, I guess I'll call it energy is non-scientific, but uh, that's what it feels like when you're addicted. It, it, it's, it's such a hard thing because you've trained yourself behaviorally to want this. And now you've got to move it somewhere else. And my move was this podcast. My move of that addictive energy of that flow of my brain moved into the podcast. It moved into 3D printing. And that's why we're here today. I moved that same urge that made me want to smoke 20 cigarettes a day, and I moved it into putting out a podcast. Now, I'm not sure if that's the right thing to do or not, <laughs> if I'm completely honest, but it worked for me. And basically, what I'm trying to say, connecting addiction with what's going on in the world today... Our humanity is addicted to doing things a certain way, whether it's how black people are treated in America, whether it's how we do a space program, right? Uh, the, the space program was up until the Crew Dragon spacecraft with SpaceX had a successful in-flight abort test. That's, that's where I'm going to pin this historical marker in today's world. When SpaceX had that successful in-flight abort test, they proved to the entire industry, especially NASA, that all the work they had done, now, they're, now we're working together. Now we're launching a human being into space. But before that, there was so much of a NASA versus SpaceX. I mean, the beginning of last year is when we started talking about the balance. And we were, we were questioning then if it was possible that NASA and SpaceX could work together, and now it's a no-brainer. But the, the industry, the space industry, was addicted to doing things the way they had always done it. And that's no different than anything else in this life, uh, as far as I've seen. And so my lens is addiction. <laughs> that's how I look through everything, because it's such a strong behavioral thing that I had, it's one of the hardest things I've ever had to do. I mean, when I compare quitting cigarettes to doing this podcast, it's a no-brainer. This podcast wins every single time. Now, did it take a lot of work and me changing thing, uh, bad behaviors to get to this point where I could release it weekly? <laughs> yes. It took so much work and, and time and discipline. And learning new things, being open to learn new things, and being open to saying the way that I'm doing it right now is not working. I think it came more natural to me because, like I've said before, I think that's a natural – the 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 pure scientific uh, – I guess pure is a wrong word because I'm being too general here. But I think if you really think scientifically, then – and you're not – I guess logically and you're out of emotion and you're not being prideful about it, it's okay. You should be saying, I don't know when you don't know something instead of trying to make something up to give an answer. And I think it's completely natural to, I think it's the baseline coding of people that live in today's world and maybe even human just to, just to say, to try and throw something in there. So it takes work to get to that point where you can say, I don't know. You have to work on yourself. And everyone's 
got a different path to get there. Now, one of the things, and I think one of the reasons it took me seven times about to quit cigarettes, was because it was such a big change. Because there was so much wiring in my brain towards I smoke cigarettes every day to I'm not going to smoke any cigarettes every day. That was extremely stressful. That took so much energy and mental, like, it took up so much of my day. And I had to, I had to basically give myself something like this podcast to distract me just to get through it long enough so that then I could start reprogramming. I mean, I remember I was going on walks. I, I, what, what it was, it was high motivation is the final straw for me for quitting cigarettes. It was, I got to the point where I had so many ear infections. Sorry if you've heard this story before on the podcast. I think I've said it a few times, but I had multiple ear infections and finally was on a medication that didn't allow me to smoke. And I had to do it for two weeks. So I think it was a steroid. I literally looked it up like the addict that I was going, crap, can I smoke on this? And I couldn't. So I had to make the decision that I wasn't going to do it for two weeks. And I was like, this is the perfect jumping off point. Now those two weeks were so tough. They were so tough. But I didn't want to mess myself up more than I already had done from smoking two, you know, a pack a day for at least four years. No, was it four years? Yeah, maybe it was four years. It's crazy. So that's a big change. Now, think of all the things, the problems that we have today. How long have those been going on? Probably a long time. And there's a lot of different people. A lot of different styles, ways people learn, ways people react to addiction, and just having the same behavior. I mean, we're seeing, especially with people being on lockdown and all this stuff, we're seeing kind of the, the whiplash of people are used to going outside. I mean, everyone can relate to what COVID has done to our day-to-day, what we've uh, basically a, a minor form of addiction. We were addicted to being able to go out wherever we wanted. We were addicted to not having to wear a face mask. And so think about how stressful it was when we all had to change what we were doing on a daily basis. Now, think about how that's going to be to change things on a societal level. Now, I'm not saying this to tell people that they shouldn't do it. What I'm saying is it's going to take a lot of work. It's going to take a lot of energy. And your technique on how you approach changing whatever it is in life is is going to ha- it, 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 it all depends on how you do it, right? I had a strong enough reason to want to do it. It was my basically I thought of it as if I don't do this, if I don't stop smoking cigarettes for 2 weeks, I'm going to really hurt myself. I finally had a reason to say no. Now not not everyone has that reason. Now the the big thing that I really want to talk about to finish up here is that we're we're looking at the long the long game here. You know, we're obviously talking about multiplanetary existence, human beings living on other planets. And we think forward to living on Mars, living on the moon, lunar colonies, Martian colonies, 
babies that are born and develop in a different gravity type uh, where, say, on the moon or on Mars, if, if you're born in those environments, your bones, your muscles, your blood flow, your heart, your brain, all these things are developing in a different environment, in a different gravity. Now, what does that do if we start having people who are different? Are we going to take the same stuff that we have here on Earth and we're going to bring it over there? Are we going to build a better society or, or fix the problems we have on here? You know, one of the hopes I have for becoming an interplanetary species is it gives us more of a perspective. It gives us the ability to say, hey, things are bigger than us. Um, but there's so much work we have to do here on Earth. And space, to me, is one of the things, one of the activities we can do as humanity that, that is the, the ultimate Hail Mary, as far as I'm talking sports analogy, right? Um, it's the ultimate thing where it's like we're shooting for the fences. We are doing something that is so over the top that everything else that we do seems more possible. And so I, I can't think of any other thing. I mean, that's what excites me about space so much. Now, granted, this is a bit of a rant of a podcast. Uh, I think I've talked about addiction uh, long enough for this episode. But my main message to take away from this, if you take anything away from it, I hope, I hope you're entertained. I hope you enjoyed yourself. <laughs> the, my, the main message is that change takes time and there is going to be some kind of whiplash. I'm sure I can be, uh, I, and I've, I've written about this, I, I can't tell you how many times I've rewritten or gone back and looked at that time in my life. It, it's so influential. And each time I go back and look at it, I learn more. And I learn more about where I'm at today, and I learn more about the process of making change. Anyone who's gone through that, I have so much respect. Anyone that's quit cigarettes or eh, something worse like heroin or, or something that has a, a literal addictive thing or anyone that's gotten through a situation where they have been in a, a, a bad behavioral way, abuse or anything like that. If you've gotten yourself out of that, I'm so proud of you. And if you're in it, I can tell you there's a way to get out of it. It takes a lot of work and determination to get there, but it's possible. It's possible. So I'll leave you with that positive note. <laughs> um, things have been weird. It's been it's been it's a weird world we live in. There's a lot to do, and we still have to get back from coronavirus. We haven't even we're not even back up and running yet, and that's going to take a long time. And it's gonna it's just like it did when I tried to quit cigarettes. The first day was a lot easier than the 14th day. And the 14th day, I mean, I was setting timers on my phone because every three months I would have this crazy reaction. I mean, the first two months of me quitting cigarettes, I had hallucination after hallucination in my dreams. Like, like such vivid dreams where I would be doing something and then all of a sudden, I had another pack in my hand, and I was smoking it in the dream, and it felt like I was smoking those cigarettes. That is what it's going to take to make major change. And SpaceX, as far as a, a space industry example, pushed through that hard work, 
and 10 years of the Falcon 9 is what it took to get NASA and the industry to look at it, to consider it, to say, we like it. (laughs) 10 years. I'm only five years into not smoking cigarettes. And I can tell you right now, I still have that timer on my phone, the three-month timer. And I'm only now just at that point where I don't have that massive change and like, like, I, I, and what I, so let me be more specific about that. When I say a massive change or, or like a big emotional thing, I would get moody. I would get irritable. I, I would, I would start, you know, I didn't learn until recently that I was actually depressed. I didn't realize that those, I would get more depressed every three months and it was like clockwork. It was the craziest thing. And I probably like two, three years that happened only in the last year, maybe two years. Has that not been the case? That's how long it took my body to change. That is no different in my mind than what we're going to have to go through if we're going to make real change in this world. And I could be wrong in some areas. But if I can tell you anything from my own experience, change is possible. It's just difficult. And it stays difficult. Now, like I said, 14th day was worse than the first day. It starts to get a little easier. But you will inevitably have, like I said, that every three months, woof, like crazy, it makes it so difficult. And after a while, my body didn't even know what I was getting angry at. <laughs> my body didn't even know that I wasn't smoking cigarettes anymore. It would just get angry <laughs> because it wasn't getting something that it couldn't get anymore. And it maybe, uh, and this is not a scientific word, but subconsciously it knew it was cigarettes but it was looking for something and I wasn't getting it anymore. That is the crazy that it happens when you try and make big change quickly. So we need to figure out a way to be in this a long game. Now, I'm, I'm going to use what I know, which is addiction, and it's about setting up your own rules. So what are the things that you're going to change that you can maintain long term? Because like Josh mentioned, with the microwave generation, we are almost going to be guaranteed to get really, really serious about something and drop it off. But there's also a fever pitch, a height that you can't maintain. I mean, I've learned throughout this podcast. I mean, we've changed the whole way we do content because it's now easier. It fits my life better. Now I can do – I went from spending so much time to get one episode out a month in the early days to we're putting out a podcast every week. I'm posting almost every day and I'm happier. I'm getting more done and I'm happier, but that took time. It took reps and you know, I've changed a lot through it and you're in and try implementing change is going to change you. And that's another challenge you'll, you'll face, or at least I faced is you're now going to be a different person. So you have to upfront understand what you believe in and work on it. And challenge yourself. Do I still believe in that? Is that still important to me? It may change. But you got to stay on it. And you've got to slowly start figuring out and looking long term to saying, can I maintain this long term? If we're going to be in this for the long fight. Again, SpaceX, it took basically 10 years. Once they had a rocket that worked, 
for NASA to say, we're good. Took me five years of quitting cigarettes to get to this point where I don't have those crazy, crazy dreams, emotional <laughs> peaks every three months. How long is it going to take us to make change in this country for the better? In whatever facet it is. That is the challenge ahead of us, as I see it. It's all addiction. But that's it, folks. Thank you for listening. Apologies, this has been on my mind lately a lot. Again, I can't recommend enough. If you're interested in some space history, Chasing the Moon, it's a book. It's also a documentary. It's by Robert Stone and Alan Andres. Met both of them. Great people. Not getting paid for it. I just really love it. I highly recommend it. Obviously, Failure is Not an Option by Gene Kranz. Gene Kranz was the flight director for Apollo 13. And he talks about the program from Mercury to Apollo 13 and beyond and what it took to go through that. And that mentality, failure is not an option, that's great to have. And it's something that's perfect for a short-term thing. But the only reason that they were able to be successful in Apollo 13 and bring those astronauts back was because they had a team that had done enough of the work to be prepared to deal with that. So what are we doing to be prepared for that opportunity where we have to do something that's not even possible? Okay, Apollo 11, they did the impossible. They, they got humans to the moon. Two missions later, what is it, six months after that? In the next year, they're now faced with, oh my God, we just sent these people around the moon and the lander doesn't work. So now we got to figure out a way to bring them back. Oh my God, the CO2 is building up. They might die before we get them back. How are we going to do that? With only the stuff they have on board, we can't send them anything. It was the challenge of going to the moon that made them prepared for that. So you got to have a goal to reach for that's high enough, big enough, to get you prepared for the things you're not ready for and that you can't see coming. And... That's what I got for you today. <laughs> Chasing the mood. Failure is not an option. Man, I'm ranting today. Thank you for, for, for following along. I appreciate it. If you're in it this long, I, I love you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, today in Space Pod on Instagram. Today uh, and on Twitter. Today in Space Podcast on Facebook. Today in Space on TikTok. Uh, we're doing Space in a Minute. We're basically every day during the week, five days a week, we're giving you a minute of space. And then uh, AG3D printing. If you need anything 3D printed, if you're looking for anything, look, things are still down. Things are still not uh, – companies are still not in place. Manufacturing may have changed. Things might be too expensive. If you're looking for a custom solution, if you're looking for something fast and you're looking for something cool, that's what we do. That's, that's what we use 3D printing to help you do. Um, and you can check out our pricing at ag3d-printing.com. It's not as expensive as you think. Um, especially for most projects. Uh, and, and look, we're here to, to help you. If, if you're a podcast listener, let us know. Reach out in the quote. Let us know you're a listener. We can help you out. Um, we can give you definitely a first-time discount for joining in. And that's it, folks. Have a great week. Please be well and learn. Look at the past. Learn history. Get prepared for whatever is coming. I mean, nobody was prepared for a coronavirus and we we just got to keep learning and keep preparing ourselves for whatever's ahead of us. We've got an amazing space program that's 
hitting up here in the United States, which is going to trickle into the, the rest of the world that already has, I mean, the whole basis of us going back into orbit, into the International Space Station, sending humans, was to bring them back to our International Space Station. And the, now the next step is, okay, where do we go from there? You know, Elon Musk and SpaceX, now they're working on Starship. It's, it's trying to get us to the moon and to Mars. 2024 is the Artemis mission, when NASA will be sending the first woman and the next man on the surface of the moon. There's so much that's going to be coming in the next five years alone. It's mind-blowing. So let's get ready for it. Let's keep working. Let's keep making ourselves smarter every day. And that's it. That's it. Thank you for joining us. A great week. We'll see you next time. Today in space.